sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Why do we do what we do at Mass? And what difference does it make? That's what we're still talking about, Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get back into the topic of the Mass, and I'll explain what I mean momentarily if you uh, haven't caught recent episodes, uh, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, if you have ideas for future episodes, if you want to enter into pro- get a prize by entering into our Ignition contests, for all those things, you email us. There's no Twitter. There's Sorry. no texting. Aww. You email us ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. That moaning, lamenting voice you heard was Renee Kranz. <laughs> if you're not watching, if you're listening, maybe on radio or podcast, Renee Kranz is joining me in studio once again, Renee, yes. for our meandering, wandering, so saunter exciting. stroll. So exciting. Through, so exciting. <laughs> through the do mass. That much better than I do. Uh, this is like part five ish ish. I think it's part Four five. Four or five, something like that. Oh, it's remember. five. It's for sure five. Okay. Fifth episode. Um, actually, the last, this is the fifth in a row. Not always going to do them in a row, but I'm on a roll, and I didn't want to go solo, so I brought you along with me to... A little... little... Email me, ignition at us at the org. If you know the pop culture reference, right there. <laughs> Bill, you can't. You know what it is already. Uh... This we're about a minute and a half. You have to you have to say a minute and a half into the episode. This episode of Ignition. Um, there's a pop culture there's reference. A pop culture and this reference. is what it was. And uh, I will send you a little prayer card. Ignition at sfcatholic.org <laughs> with your emailing address and the pop the correct pop culture reference. Okay, on with the show. <laughs> Why we do what we do at the mess? So where have we gotten? Where have we gotten? Um, so um, so I was take a quick step back. Very first episode in the uh, in the very first episode in this series, we looked big picture, the basic overview of the mass, uh, and then we looked at uh, why we do it and what it matters in a general sense. So why we go to mass and mm-hmm. so on. Then we looked the next couple episodes at some of the the biblical roots, especially Old Testament roots, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Uh, for the mass. Saw how it's of divine origins, not a man made human creation. It's a divine origin. Uh, and then we started looking at the like what the mass actually is, mm-hmm. but we spent a lot of time talking about before you ever even get to the mass. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> how we're responding actually to the, the reality of a spiritual invitation from the Lord to invite us in uh, and to come to church. Uh, then we got to church and we crossed Finally. the foyer in the narthex. <laughs> that took a while. Um, and then we walked in, we blessed ourselves with holy water. Mm-hmm. Um, that took a while to talk about, not to do. We do it very perfunctorily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we genuflect or bowed. Mm-hmm. And along the way, so that's where... Oh, We were just kind of starting talking about prayer before. Yes, praying before the mass. mass. Yes. Uh, and I, and because I, I said the mass is the greatest prayer, so mm-hmm. do I do pray before we pray. Right. And we... We talked about pre-prayer. Pray to prepare. But Bill actually had uh, a question. Oh. Um, that I, I want that. to touch on. Um, uh, so it's about the whole genuflecting. Like Bill's question was, so we were talking about, go back and listen to the, the details. We got a little bit into the weeds, like bowing versus genuflecting. When do you do it? Uh, and Bill, so, when, so at his church, you, um, 
he and his family, when they go to church, center aisle, the genuflect to the tabernacle, Jesus is the tabernacle. And then they go over to the pew, which is to the side um, because it's marked and reserved. The Sealy's sit yep. here. Yes. Um, it's the Sealy seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and, and so the, their custom, you're, you genuflect again is, is what you guys normally, yeah. Do you have to do that? And no, you don't. So this right. is just, again, genuflecting is not something you have to do, but it's a good thing to do. We talked a lot about that. Uh, but really, when you w- walk into church, you do it once to physically adore our Lord, uh, a gesture of, of reverence, respect, and adoration, and then go to, you don't have to do it again right. when you get to your right. If you the want pe- to, yeah. there's nothing wrong right. with doing that. Right. So I'm not saying you shouldn't. This is what Wait, I can't do that? Right. Wait, wait. No, no. But the pew shouldn't be the indicator that you genuflect. It should be the tabernacle right, is right, the indicator. Right, right. Yeah. So for the 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 geography, mm-hmm. the layout of your church is such that it makes more sense to genuflect before you get to your pew. Mm-hmm. You don't have to again once right. you get to the pew. Right. Okay. All right. So now we've genuflected or bowed to the altar uh, and we've gone into our pew and we've sat or kneeled to knelt. pre-pray. We've knelt to pre-pray <laughs> in order to prepare. Right. So that's, and it's what to talk about a little bit. So, but why, why kneel as opposed to sitting? Why, why, why do we, why, why don't we just pre-pray in the sitting position, Renee? Grant? Well, you certainly can. If you'd like, um, for me, the kneeling to pray is just a, a kind of gets you in the, again, that physical uh, indication that like this is a time to pray and I need to focus on that. So for me, it's almost like a little bit of a focusing technique. Yeah. And, and we'll talk more about the various gestures that we use at mass, but certainly part of the mass we're kneeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is, uh, again, more later. But that's a posture of reverence, mm-hmm. of adoration. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Kneel- other postures that can be used for prayer, but kneeling is particularly one that's for adoration. Is it also an, uh, a posture of, this is probably not the right word, but begging or asking? Uh, pleading. When you're praying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, uh, I just realized, so kneeling, sometimes, going back just briefly to genuflecting, uh, what do you have you ever seen people genuflect a little bit differently during adoration during exposition? So when Jesus uh, is not just in the tabernacle, but he's in a monstrance where you can literally see what looks like the Eucharistic bread. Have you ever seen somebody genuflect differently by chance? Do you know what I'm talking about there, Mm-mm. Bill? Do you know what I'm talking about there? So uh, I, I, this is again um, a pious practice. It's not obligatory. It's not a sin if you don't. But some I do this uh, to d- make a distinction between when I'm genuflecting to Jesus in the tabernacle. Um, where I can't literally see him, right. but I know he's there, versus genuflecting to him when he's in the monstrance where I can, where I can see mm-hmm. the, the Eucharistic Jesus, mm-hmm. a double genuflection. So it's a brief kneeling. I was going to say, so, I want to yeah, see no, that. It's not, it's not up and down <laughs> twice. Um, it's, it's so going down first, uh, well, first going down on, on both knee. knees, right. just briefly, right. and then standing up again. So it's, it's a, like a brief kneeling. Mm-hmm. You've never seen that? Uh, I've probably, I've seen it, okay. but I don't, it's mostly with priests and so on. I think that I've seen it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a gesture that is, uh, again, not obligatory, but commonly done around exposition. Okay. So, uh, we're pre-praying to prepare for the mass. So just more on, and we talked about this briefly at the end of, of our last episode. Um, it's sort of like stretching 
before uh, a race or before an athletic competition. It's like that crazy thing that happens. If you, if you go to an, an orchestra, or orchestral concert, what always happens right before they start or in the few minutes before they start? Um, they're doing all kinds of weird noises exactly. with their, with their instruments. instruments. I was right. going to say machines. They're tuned yeah, with their machines, you know, the machine that's, that's the violin. <laughs> yeah, so the tuning up, so they're just mm-hmm. making sure that physically, but also their their, their musical instrument is, is ready, ready, I'm sure. If I'm wrong about that, email me, ignition, at us at org. You're going to get a lot of emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so warming up, mm-hmm. warming up for something um, is 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 something we do in all sorts of things in life, and if the mass is what it is, the greatest thing we can possibly, it would make sense that we prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, um, actually, what does Renee Kranz do when she kneels down or prays, okay. however, what your, whatever your gesture is before mass? What do I do? Like, what do I pray? Yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Um, usually that's a time I take to uh, first thank God for the week behind uh, any good things that have. Um, I also pray for those who have asked me for prayers and those who need them, or at least who I think need them, I guess. Um. And then I also ask for uh, guidance through the week and um, to do uh, my work for God and not for myself. Yeah, so you're expressing thanks for what you've done and you're asking for things for other people or for Mm -hmm. yourselves. But again, that all happens during the Mass. So why are you wasting your time before Mass doing what you're going to do during Mass, Grands? honestly, during Mass, I don't think about those specific things, Uh, though. So I make sure those specific things get get in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's a great, so I, I do something similar. Uh, FYI, as we'll see, I don't know how many episodes for, down the road. Apparently 26 uh, at there this point. Are, <laughs> there are places in the mass, different places, um, that where it's actually really a fitting, not necessary, but a really fitting place to do actually during the mass. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing wrong with doing it beforehand, but there's also a way, a beautiful way to do it during. But we'll right. that. Yeah. So what I often do is I, um, one thing that you didn't mention that I do is I ask God to fill me with his spirit so that I can pray this mass with attention, yeah. reverence, and devotion. Yeah. That's and I a want to emphasize idea. the first thing, attention. Attention. Because <laughs> I am a master daydreamer. I can... <laughs> Build like the most incredible, complex, intricate things in my mind at the drop of a hat. I need, um, and it can be focused, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm necessarily just randomly, right? um, but but it can be distract me from the thing that I'm doing. I often think about work a lot. Yeah. During the mass. right, so I I, I I I beg God for me and uh, like Sundays, my family and the rest of us here, fill us with the Holy Spirit, so I so I we can pray this mess with attention, reverence, and devotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I do, I, and then I offer up this mass for particular intentions. Okay. Usually, it's for the intentions of the Sacred Heart of Jesus mm-hmm. and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, His Mother. So, Lord. Um, the 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 value of this mass um apply it to whatever you think is best and whatever your mother thinks is best which is what you think is best usually <laughs> whatever uh, your mother thinks so that's best. the first thing but then also yes. and for me and my family and whatever other intentions are on my heart that mm-hmm. day. 
But a lot of that is to uh, this preparing to quiet myself too. So I, I'm already, I'm starting to pray so that when I pray the mass, I'm already in a praying mode right. and a praying mood, right. if you will. Right. There is I mean, another thing you can do before a mass. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about it. If you get Ooh. there early enough, you can pre-read the readings. Oh, oh, I'm glad you said that. I don't, I don't always do that. Although sometimes I've already heard them because we recorded TV mass the day before, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't always do that, but that's a good practice. So or at least uh, I've been told. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a moment, but if you're just tuning in and you're listening to ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald visiting with Renee Kranz uh, as part of our ongoing series in which we're um, looking at why we do what we do at the mass, we we started this series, big picture, in the last couple episodes. The next few several episodes, we're strolling through. I the sure mass. hope people like this series because if they don't, you're in trouble. Well, get this yeah, whole bunch of <laughs> come back in a couple months. Like, well, uh, Please keep no, joining. And us actually, for... to be honest, we will. Uh, uh, no, of course they want to join us because they're going to win prizes for all right, the right. pop culture references and um, challenges. Right, challenges. <laughs> Um, we, we're not going to, we, we will interject some other yeah, topics yeah, along yeah, the way, yeah. but this will become an I'm occasional series. Uh, I think you were serious, no. but anyway, uh, so we can, uh, another thing we can do before mass starts besides pray is pre-read the readings. Mm-hmm. Now, why would I do that? Um, what I've heard is that it's, it's good to be able to read them. And then so that when they are being read during mass. You can just sit and listen and not read them. In the As book. A po- and I don't the really, un- I don't really understand that. I mean, I've heard them say that. <laughs> Somebody I've he- said I've once. Heard that, yeah. I've heard that said, and because you should listen and it'll come through differently or something, but that's never really, I get too distracted if I don't have the mm. book in front of me. Mm, mm, mm. I, I, my mind wanders way too early. Too okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a reality. So, yeah. so again, this is a, like what's going to help you right. enter into the mast right. most fully. Yeah. So it may not be the thing for so you. So it may not be the thing for me. Now I do. It's it, actually part of my daily prayer is to read the mass readings for the day mm-hmm. and the mass prayers proper to mass for that day. Right. What that means we'll get to. Probably not today. <laughs> I'm really doubting. Um, it. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, and I do find value in that. So I've already, I'm already somewhat familiar with, um, some of the prayers that are going to be prayed at mass and the readings that are going to be proclaimed mm-hmm. at the mass so that I am able to be, so for me, there is value. Now I don't necessarily, to be honest, Renee, I, I don't necessarily look, we'll talk about this, um, down the road too. I spend much of my mass with my eyes closed in terms of what's helpful to me to stay focused. Chris is sleeping. I'm not <laughs> sleeping. Um, I'm preventing myself from being distracted, okay. Okay. Uh, which I'll explain just about sure. down the road. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes. <laughs> explain the, why I can get distracted. So I spend much of my, but it allows me there. So my eyes are so closed. Therefore, I'm not looking right. at the readings. I'm listening right. usually to the readings being proclaimed. Right. Um, so I, I, I've already read them, so I'm somewhat familiar, so I can really try. And it helps me It helps me do more with the readings, what they're supposed to do. But again, that's, that's down the road. road. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you can read them if you want. You that's the moral them. of the story there. Um, yep, so you can use your... Uh, no, many parishes will oftentimes uh, pray the rosary before yes. Mass, too. So that's yes, a common we do thing. that at again, our Again, not obligatory. Uh, if you're there, you don't need to pray the rosary. Right. 
just because everybody else is, but obviously the rosary is a beautiful it's a, prayer yes. to pray. So yes, it's a great thing to do. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> What's mass next? has not yet actually begun. <laughs> I can't believe um, we've taken this many episodes and we haven't I even can. gotten to the start of mass yet. Uh, I totally can. So what happens next, Renee? We've prayed before mass. We, we got the church. We blessed our blah, blah, blah. Now we've prayed before mass. Well, at most parishes, you're going to sing an opening hymn. Okay. In our parish, there's a little, like usually Father Simple or Father Klein will greet. We'll oh. say, good morning, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, welcome to Holy Spirit Parish, blah, blah, blah. And then we sing. Yeah. So, so this, that's just this there's little something add-on like my parish, St. Lambert's, there's some, the, the, the lector or one of the lectors. I should have said that because I'm going to talk about that for 10 minutes. Uh, nope, nope, nope. We're not. <laughs> okay. We're not. There are some announcements, brief announcements yeah. before yeah, Mass. Sometimes. Um, now, what happens at the cathedral at the start of Mass? They ring the bells. Right. Yeah. I thought that was only to tell us on about TV Mass that, hey, we're starting. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure that happens every Mass, even daily Mass, which is not okay, televised. Fine. <laughs> um, sometimes a cantor or musician will announce the opening hymn. Right. right. Um, but They'll invite hmm. everyone to stand. Yes. Oh, is that where we're going first? Invite everyone to Why stand. Why do we stand? Well, I imagine to get in the proper. Uh, but I've prayed. I, well, Why don't I kneel um, as mass begins? <laughs> Why don't I sit reverently as mass? Why do I Because the priest stand? is coming in and the cross is coming in. So it's all about the priest. No, the cross is coming in. Oh, yes. It's all about the priest. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's a little bit about the priest. Okay, I'm just going to let you tell me why. So, <laughs> so two things. One, uh, so I, I, we'll talk here about the the gesture, the posture of standing. Standing biblically um, is is a is a prayer posture. Okay. So more so than kneeling. Uh, different. So kneeling is a different kind of prayer posture. Okay. Um, it's more of that supplication. That we talked about last episode, okay. I think we kneel when we're begging. I think you were the one who yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. A begging, um, more of adoration. But if I'm, I'm, I'm going to, in a sense, simply pray, stand. So you'll see this in all sorts of ways um, in the church's liturgy, where mm-hmm. we're standing to pray. Right. Right. So the mass is technically now beginning. So we're standing because the mass is a prayer, mm-hmm. but we're also. We are in a way standing for the priest because the priest represents, uh, we're all by virtue of our baptism, we're all joined to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. A Christian is a little Christ. So in a way we all represent Jesus, but the priest in his role um, at the mass, um, he is uh, acting in the person of Jesus Christ, the head. Right. So we are standing and he's processing in it's a procession, so just so w- w- biblically we might think back there to Jesus processing into Jerusalem, mm-hmm. uh, and what happened? The crowds lined the streets to greet Jesus. So I am standing um, in a sense to greet Jesus Christ present in the person of the priest, right. um, who is processing in. So it's. Just, First of all, prayer posture. Mm-hmm. But secondly, because the priest is 
uh, in this mast, whatever his strengths and weaknesses, right. whether he's the most amazing homilist or not, or the worst, <laughs> or the worst, whether he he's going to really deeply contemplatively pray this mass, or whether maybe unfortunately he just he's really distracted and he's going to just kind of fly through mm-hmm. it, whatever. Um, he is acting in the person of Christ, the head. In persona Christi? In persona. Is that Latin? In persona Christi Capitis. Capitis. In okay. the person of Christ okay. the head. Capitis. Oh, okay. okay. So he's acting in, in the person of Christ the head. And so out of respect for him and his role, his office in the church, and his role in this mass, we do. There's part of why uh, he we're standing partially for, for him as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, so that, so we're standing and then what happens? And we sing. Do we? We sing a song. Do we? Well, you're, well, a song is played and sung. I guess you can sing if you want to. Always? Is there always a song? No. Oh. Sometimes we don't sing. What sometimes happens sometimes? Why are you like picking out the couple times we don't? Freaking me out. <laughs> Freaking me out, man. That's also pop cover. I don't even know what that reference is, though. Email BC. Um, so, there's either a hymn right. or... An antiphon. Or both. Or both. Mm. We do both at Holy Spirit. An anti who? Antiphon. My, what's an antiphon? Well, I can tell you it's usually uh, usually a chunk of a psalm or a chunk of scripture. So it's from a passage somewhere. of scripture yeah. usually. Right? Yeah. A few lines or... So yeah. this is, we're not going to get real deep into the woods uh, okay. because this, this, this would be, uh, this is going to get... More deep than we need to, but so we start with usually music. Um, we'll talk about why. Okay. But uh, it, it's yeah, a hymn or an antiphon. Now a hymn, a hymn certainly begins can be scriptural, but most of the time a hymn is not. It can have scriptural allusions. It can include right, scripture, right. but it's composed. An antiphon almost always is is completely scripture, right. and it's sung. Either way, either way, the point is we're beginning the mass with singing. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I have no idea. To test everybody to see if they can <laughs> sing. I don't Why? know. <laughs> Why do we sing at church? <laughs> no idea. I'm going to get a buzzer. No idea. Wah, wah, wah. Um, Does so the angels sing? Is, I don't know. <laughs> singing is deeply biblical. We read about singing True. throughout. Yep. The Psalms were sung. Right. Um, the angels and saints in heaven, revelation sing before mm-hmm. the singing is, is a way for us to bring something to even more, something that's important to us. Do we, do we, do we say a national anthem? No, no, we sing it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's something about singing, about setting words to music that shows it's, it, it's, it's, more important brings it more power sometimes it, yeah it or, brings more power yeah. and this goes back I more think, beauty to the fact that, yes more more beautiful this goes back to the fact that we're we're embodied spirits mm-hmm. we're, we're body soul creatures there's something about singing that is richer more beautiful than simply saying something mm-hmm. so we start the mass by singing um, now listen and, and, and chant the Gregorian chant mm-hmm. as opposed to polyphony. And then this is where the, I don't know music. If you know music and you want to correct me, ignition <laughs> at a <SF> Catholic door. <laughs> um, so many emails. 
<laughs> we'll see. Uh, people are like, whatever, Bergwald. Um, is it, whether it's Gregorian chant, which is a form of singing, polyphony, whatever form of singing, it, it is a way to enrich our to lift, prayer lift it up of and, yeah. the mass. Yeah. It does. Like, it, just thinking about, like, take the lyrics to a song that you love and just say the lyrics yeah. and then sing the song or just have somebody else say the lyrics and then have them sing the song. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like ha- letting having incense lift our prayers to heaven. The yeah. music is lifting the yeah, words. Exactly. Yeah. Lifting the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, whether it's a hymn, which is uh, quote unquote man-made or uh, uh, an antiphon, which comes um, almost always from scripture, mm-hmm. um, the, singing that or hearing it sung, because oftentimes the, an, the antiphon is proclaimed by the choir or right. the cantor, right. um, sung by the choir or the cantor. That's just a way, for, again, for us to enter more deeply. So I don't... I, I don't have to be participating in the singing um, if I don't know what's being sung for whatever reason. So, I mean, obviously people who don't know a song and maybe can't see blindness right. or partial blindness, they can't read it. Uh, but but hearing it sung, it allows us to enter into the mood of the mass, right. into praying the prayer of the right. mass. Or if you've happened to wander into a Spanish mass and you're... Don't speak Spanish. And you can just listen. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> Happened um, before. <laughs> so just and just real briefly, uh, another thing on, on antiphon versus So the church specifies for every mass an antiphon mm-hmm. proper to that mass. Right. So, and actually, ideally, and again, this is like, it's not a sin if you don't, but there is an order of preference. The, the preference is for the antiphon fawn to be song, I, I combined antiphon and song. Um, <laughs> it's, the preference is for the antiphon to be um, sung at mass, but a lot of people, that's hard to do. Maybe quite, that's, uh, Especially if you don't want to have a choir or something. That, exactly. So that's where you go to a hymn. Yeah. But actually, but historically, it would, it was that, that was the practice. Mm-hmm. Antiphon begins. There's more that we can go into, but that's enough for now. Um, one last thing, which... We're going to talk about more next episode, but just to begin, this goes back to why are we standing? Um, I mentioned it's a posture of prayer, which I, I, this is going to be worth repeating and spending time with next episode. Uh, something there I want to make sure to come back to. That means the implication there, by the way, is that we're participants right. in in mass, not spectators. Right. We're standing for the priest who is acting in persona Christi Capitis, in person of Christ, the head. He's leading all of us. This is not his show, and we're watching it like a musician and a concert, like an athlete or an athletic competition, Mm -hmm. and we're the fans. No, no, no. We're not spectators. We're not fans. We're participants Mm -hmm. in this prayer that is the Mass. So even though we're not in the sanctuary, even though we're not at the altar, what we are doing is we're called to participate in our own way, but in just as real a way, uh, just as deep a way as the priest is called. We're called to pray the mass. Again, we don't pray in the same way that he does. Mm -hmm. We don't say the same things that he does all the time. Sometimes we do. But we're called to pray the mass just as much as the priest is called to pray the mass. And we offer the prayer of the mass, again, differently than him, but in a real way 
as he does as well. So more right. about that next right. time. Yeah, that'll be good. So, so uh, more. Stay tuned uh, as we wander through the mass. But that will wrap up this episode. Episode again. You can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions about these ideas or a few ideas for future episodes and other topics. Until next time, may God bless you. <laughs>